0: I'd like you to turn to Second Chronicles sixteen to nine. Yes, Hallelujah. praise, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. God. Let me it is good to see all of you in the house of the Lord. Thank I was you good yes. to see you. God bless Thank you. you. I'll see you next time. little It's daddy. It's his mom. daddy. I'm i yeah. Yeah. It was it was a Anyway, 2nd chronicles 16 and 9. The eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth. Through the whole earth. To show himself strong in the behalf of them whose heart is perfect toward him. Praise God. Herein thou hast done foolishly Talking about King Hazel. Therefore, from henceforth, thou shalt have wars. He kind of goofed up and you know, kind of messed up. Toward the end, after are experiencing uh, several years of rest, doing some great things that let God worked for him. Toward the end of his 36th year of his reign, for whatever reason, he went in the wrong direction, to ask for help to the wrong place. And so God sends the man of God. To you, it speaks this to you, amen. This God, amen. I, I, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna title this, I guess, tonight The Lord is my shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd. Hmm. God, we love you tonight and appreciate God, you. We're so thankful for this hour and time of being able to gather here in this service. We're so thankful for all the families and individuals that have come to be expressed their thanksgiving and. And praise unto you as their Lord, as their shepherd. And God, we ask you to help us here tonight to take the next few minutes and speak a few words into the hearts, the minds, and the spirit of all that's gathered here. And, God, we would take these words and apply them and let them bring forth that that will glorify and fulfill your purpose in each and every one of us. We love you tonight. We trust in you. We need you. We need you to anoint us and guide us and lead us. Amen. To accomplish and achieve that that you have us to in the Holy Ghost. In Jesus' name, we pray. God bless you. You may be seated. Praise God. Not real sure just how this all is going to unfold here tonight, and uh, uh, but uh, I sure hope to say something and say the right things here tonight that will help us not only with the time uh, that we're facing, the hour that we're facing, the uncertainty. I think that's that's got as much as it, most people not sure of from the leaders of your country, the leaders of the world. Uh, some believes it still holds, some believes it's just a long way out of portion. Some, you know, but still. Those that have got loved ones that's died from it and they, they that shouldn't have. Some that you know, maybe under their circumstances it could have been expected, but and there's been those that it wasn't expected. And so it, it happened, it transpired, it took place. But all the songs that we have sung here tonight and uh, the directing of this service has, has really failed in this direction. You know, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. A man, this is the one that knows all my tomorrows. He knows all my yesterdays better than I do. <laughs> a man, in fact, the writer, a man in Psalms 9 chapter, and we'll talk about that chapter in a few minutes, and even chapter 91 and 23 and others out of Psalms and um, but uh there's no God like this God. And uh when we cast our lot to walk with him, when we 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 sung it a few minutes ago, amen, to give our lives unto him, then he took on the responsibility of us. Amen. As a heavenly father, as a shepherd, as the almighty shepherd, amen. Hallelujah. He he's he's took on the responsibility of you and I. And uh even even a man. You know, we can look at it as even sometimes when we may waver, sometimes when we grow weary, sometimes when things just don't go like they should, and we even backslide and go in directions we and no business doing. You're going to see in the scriptures that I use here tonight that this great shepherd is willing to go to all lengths of restoring and, and moving upon our behalf and to save us. Amen. To, he wants to tell us probably worse, amen, than you want to hear. Well done, my good and faithful servant. I can promise you that, that tonight. God is not a man uh, positioned himself or placed himself in a place, a man that at any little moment in, in of your life and my life, and hallelujah, that he's ready just to annihilate us and destroy us. No, he, he's willing to work on precept upon precept, line upon online here a little and there a little. He's he's far more long-suffering and merciful and kind and gentle than any of us and all of us put together when we would give up on others and run out of means and, and patience, amen, to pray and to intercede and and possibly even time for our own selves to cry out and, and just tired of the struggle, and tired of the battle. It's this God, amen, that'll show up at the midnight hour, that'll show up, amen, sometimes in the most unexpected forms and manners and ways, amen, with a visitation, sending somebody our way. Somebody, we may be a total stranger that we don't even know who they are. Hallelujah. The word with an encouraging uh, word or, or encouraging this day a time, amen, encouraging text. <laughs> Hallelujah. Uh, you know, email or whatever it is and things of that nature. Hallelujah. To help us along this journey to get back into the fight and get back into the into the, the pastures. And we're going to talk about a little bit of this tonight if, by the help of the Lord. I probably got far more here than I can really cover, but I'm going to do my best because there's a lot in it. Hallelujah. That we can grow grasp and comprehend and and hopefully take home with us with assurance and the promise um, hallelujah that we're not in this by ourselves um, but there is a god amen there is a shepherd hallelujah and he loves us and he loves us with an everlasting love um, and and he, he allowed this amen and and you know what uh you know, regardless of where it came from and, and why it came and things of that nature, I'm here to tell you God's people that'll listen to his voice, amen. Read his word and feel his spirit and listen to the man of God that's in that he's placed in our lives. I'm telling you, we'll come out on the other side better than than what we was in it and then through it. We're gonna become more stable, we become more grounded, hallelujah. We're gonna be fatter than we ever been, spiritually speaking, and maybe the other way too. I don't know, hallelujah. Praise God. I've seen some been staying home, and man, you could tell. <laughs> hallelujah. <laughs> Praying ain't nothing wrong with that. I'm not criticizing that. Hallelujah. The Bible said the fat belongs to the Lord. <laughs> Praise God. So, you know, you just add it all more for God. I mean, hallelujah. So, so, it just goes how you look at it. You know, how, how you deserve all this. All these folks is worried about it and fretting themselves over it and all this other stuff. Don't worry. <laughs> God, don't matter if you weigh 100 pounds or 1,000 pounds, when the resurrected comes, God, God ain't going to have no problem getting you up out of that grave. Woo, praise God, praise God. I don't mean to get off on a side trail there, but anyway, Hallelujah. There's some things I wouldn't fret and worry about, and that's some. That's one thing we ought to learn about this whole deal. Some things that you've been worried about, you know what? You hadn't worried about in the last six weeks. Hallelujah. You hadn't had a friend worry about it because you couldn't do it, and you couldn't go, and you couldn't. But you know what? You had time, Amen, to spend more time in prayer, spend more time reading your Bible, spending more time loving God, spending more time, Amen, a personal. Relationship with God Almighty, your Shepherd. You can't beat, you can't beat those meetings. You can't top them. I thank God for church. I thank God for the anointing, preaching, the anointing, singing, and boy, it's been awesome here tonight. But I'm telling you, hey Amen. It's those, it's those private times with the Great Shepherd. It's those times that He takes you by the hand. And he leads you to the green pasture or to the still water, the calm water that he needs you to drink out of, or the green pasture that he needed you to eat out of. It's just for you, just for you. Nobody else, this God can do that. As we look at at this situation, the focus verse here tonight, and uh, you may think, well, it's just, I'm I'm a little out of, context with it by, by naming it the Lord is our shepherd but, but just hang on with me a few minutes uh, if you go back a couple of chapters in the 14th chapter uh, Asa started out a man and he's not too far behind this is the kingship of Judah and uh, if I've got it right I think he's about the the third one after the split uh, after Solomon the split from there in the southern kingdom the kingdom of Judah and uh, the prior kings from even from Solomon a man from his dead until himself had been evil, had not done the things the Lord had wanted them to. But he starts out early. A man in his life and his 41 years of his reign. A man, you're going to see where God blessed him. But, but Asa was willing to listen to the Lord. There's something you're going to learn about these scriptures. So I'm going to take a little time and we're going to go through some of this because there's something I've learned from this lesson today. And our studies today. Uh, I guess we, we kind of knew that, but, but this helped put it in perspective or put it in a place, amen, the, the, to, to be successful, uh, to be an overcomer, to be the child of God, to be the disciple, to be shaped and molded into who God wants us to be. There's three things you've got to have in your life, working in your life, and, and they're going to be brought out. And these, this setting of scriptures as we look back at these particular chapter chapters. So, if you will, just kind of settle down here a minute. And we're going to go through these chapters a little bit and observe what they have, have taught us. And I, I realize this, this is to Israel. And I realize, amen, this is to Judah. And uh, But we're going to learn some things from this particular king. This king, amen, right here. Amen, as, as horrible as it sounds to the latter part of that key verse, amen, being foolish. Amen, I want you to pick up on some things. A man is what brought him into this place. So when you look back. and you look at this 14th chapter. You're going to notice that um, he did that. The second verse of that 14th chapter says. And Asia did that which was what? Good and right in the eyes of the Lord. Notice in the eyes of the Lord. Now now, uh, so isn't you. And the, the men of God that sent to him. There's going to be one sent in this chapter. There's going to be one in the later chapter. Two different ones. But men of God that were sent to him to speak to him. And we're going to see the importance, a man of having uh, the spoken word. As it's spoken into us and, and obtaining it, receiving it, and obeying it. Amen. He said, For he took what? He began to take away the altars of the strange gods, the images. He began to cut them down, the groves. He began to occupy himself and busy himself. Amen. And uh, even even with the people, watch this, the fourth verse said, commanded Judah to seek the Lord God of their fathers and to do the law of uh, the commandments. Pick that up. The, the God, their God, amen, the one God and the commandments. So we begin to watch some principles. that has got to be set into him. And he took away out of all of the cities of Judah, the high places and the images, the kingdoms, amen. But you watch this. And the kingdom was what? quite before him, God. God gives him uh, about 10 years here of rest, quite no wars, no wars. Anybody enjoyed the quiet time of the last six, eight weeks? Some of you got to enjoy it more than others, but, but some of you, you know, you didn't go to work, you didn't do things, you had to stay home, got to stay home. And, uh, you know, sometimes that, getting, you know, it means a lot more. But anyway, this rest, the wars, the things going on. So, so but watch him now. He doesn't just sit around. He doesn't just take that as leisure. He doesn't take that and that and take that time and just no. He begins to build. As you read the next few verses, he begins to build uh, on the cities. He begins to build walls. He begins to build up a military. He begins to set some things in order. So he's busy himself about the kingdom. He busies himself about doing things to bless the kingdom, and about God's kingdom and the work. As he began to tear out things, but yet he began to bring in and set up even the temple, the tabernacle, and, and the worshiping of God and setting up some things and putting them in the order and the way that they should have been. When you drop on down, you're going to see that there was a host that came up against him. The Bible said a thousand, a thousand, 300 chariots. And it was a great host, amen, that uh, even with the military that he had built up, he was nowhere near in in comparison, amen, to war against such a great number and a great host, amen. So as he watched this unfold, you're going to notice something how Asa cried unto the Lord. When you look down about the 11th verse, and he cries to the Lord and says, It is nothing for thee to help whether with many or with them that have no power, help us, O oh Lord, our God. Now notice what he said. With them that's got many or with them that has no power. Notice what the king is saying. God, if I had twice, they got, I would still got to have your help. Regardless, if I got a bunch, if I had more than enough, if I could take three to one, I got to have your help, Lord. But at the same token, God, you can take us few. And with your help, with your help, we can overcome this. We can defeat them. And so, in thy name we go against. Notice how he handles this. O oh Lord, our God, for, for we rest on thee. Our trust is in you, God, to help us to work on our behalf. In thy name we are against the multitude. He's following an example of David. I come against you, Goliath. In what? In the name of the Lord. We're going to talk about David a little bit here tonight. O Lord, thou art our God. Let not man prevail against. What's what he says. Against thee. I believe one of the greatest things that you and I can do in this situation is to humble ourselves, yield ourselves, and say, you know what, God? Uh-huh. We're going to obey. We'll wear a mask. We'll wash our hands. We'll do these things. But when it's all said and done, you're the shepherd. You're going to be the one that's going to keep us. <laughs> we're, we're depending on you. We don't mind in surrendering or submitting or yielding ourselves and obeying as much as we can and, as, as, you know, and, and practice some of these things. But, but the bottom line, God, I can do all these things and still contain it could still find myself in trouble. So I'm going to put my trust in you, but put my confidence that you're going to keep us and that you're going to see us through. And we're going to give you glory every single day for it. I'm not going to live in fear. I'm not going to, I'm not going to be worried about what's going to happen. I'm not fixing, you know. You know, uh, <clears throat> there's a lot of, there's some in this church that really don't like riding with me. I, I have never understood that. Praise God! <laughs> now, nah, nah. <laughs> Hallelujah! Praise God! But uh, uh, just because I use both sides of the road sometimes, I pay taxes for both sides. As long as I don't use it the same times the other taxpayers using it, <laughs> Hallelujah! I can go up the up the wrong ramp as long as somebody else is not coming down it. I mean, <laughs> Amen! Praise God! <laughs> but anyway. But, but, but we're not, you know, I, I'm not going to let this drive us or this church in a corner somewhere and we're going to hand the keys to somebody else. No, we're not about to do that. We know who's got the keys. We're not just going to, you know, just get in a panic mode and, and take our hands off the steering wheel. Ah! We're not going to do any of that kind of stuff. We're going to hold on. We're going to endure Hey, when driving gets tough now, now I found this out. When I get in a hurry to go somewhere, I'm not going to be talking to everybody. (laughs) If I got to drive 100 miles an hour to get somewhere because I got to do that, then I'm not going to be talking to everybody. And I'd I'd really prefer that all of you wouldn't be talking so much. Keep it low. Keep it kind of quiet. And, uh, hey, man, you can help watch if you want to, but don't scream out. (laughs) That that gets me jumpy. (laughs) I mean, I'm on, on nerves here already, you know. I'm doing 100 miles an hour, and I'm going around curves, and I'm, I'm trying to hold and then all of a sudden you say, ah! And they go, oh! I mean, it just don't work good. But, but so if we'll just, you know, but if we'll put, put our trust in God. And you know what? I've, I've read through the scriptures a lot of times when people's in trials, and, and they're down to the, to, the, to the wire, and they're down. That's when God speaks the sophist. <laughs> that's when God, he said, you know what? I'm not going to scream at them. I mean, I'm so in control and so intact. He's not like that parent, amen, that says, three, you better get to the Oh, we all been there. If you haven't been, you ain't had a kid. You just, it will. It'll happen. It'll come. Praise God. Hallelujah. And you don't get over with when you get grandparents either. Hallelujah. Praise God. It's still at once way. Anyway, here we are. So so as we watch this, we got to remember, the Lord is my shepherd. Hallelujah. I mentioned my grandchild. She told me today I went home and I was eating my chicken sandwich. And she got up beside me there. And she, this is about the fifth or sixth time in the last two days. She said, Papa, we're going inside. I said, we're going inside, baby. We're going inside. She said, yeah. She says, I want to see. She says, Uh, you, you said you're gonna sing it tonight. I hope she did. Anyway, she threw a little hand up. She like this. She threw up one hand, one one finger up. She went worship. I'm gonna worship. I'm gonna worship. I'm gonna. gonna worship Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't help but think As I watched everybody responding here tonight and Loving God hallelujah I said yeah, here we are <laughs> hallelujah Thank God for it and you know why because the Lord Is my shepherd hallelujah And you know what I shall not want Hallelujah he got every day planned out He knows exactly what's going to happen This didn't take him by surprise You know what The you think that they worried about it a year from now I'm not worried about it God already knows all about it And he's done gave me a promise as my shepherd Hallelujah that the weapon shall not prosper Hallelujah. Now you watch this. This is something the Holy Ghost prompt me about. Amen. Said so you watch this. So the coronavirus put you in the grave. Guess what? That's not the end of the story. If the coronavirus, amen, if a wreck takes you out, that's not the end of the story. You got to understand the Lord is my shepherd and the grave's not gonna hold me. Because my Lord's already conquered the grave. My Lord's already walked to the shadow of the valley of death. And since I followed his footsteps, trying to guess where I'm going. So I don't have to worry, I don't have to fret, I, I don't have to worry about all that stuff. Amen. He's got it. You know what? Technology is not going not gonna to beat the church out either. Not if you make up your mind. Not if you sell out. Not if you stay committed. Now some of that's in all this. You watch it. As we watch this, as it keeps unfolding, and uh, we see some things as it happens. So the Lord had smote the Ethiopians he actually to the point that he destroyed them. They obeyed God and God worked on their behalf. If you read those next few verses, you'll see that he literally destroys them, annihilates the enemy. They don't have to worry about him. The next verse picks up, and the Spirit of the Lord came, Amen, through the prophet again of Azei unto him, and he's going to speak to, to Asach here. If, if you'll follow me in scripture, watch watch how he begins. He begins to talk to him and he says. And he went out to meet Asia and said unto him, Hear ye he me, Asia, and all of Judah and Benjamin. The Lord is with you while he be. I want you to catch that. The Lord is with you while he be with him. Huh. If we'll walk with him, he'll walk with us. Are you hearing what, what, the, what the man of God's telling him? And if he seek him, he will be found of you. But if he forsake him, he will forsake you. Now, now God has sent the man of God to Isaac prior and ahead of time. Now, for a long season, Israel, and, and this long season, you're going to notice that Isaac actually experienced more rest and out of battle than he did in battle. And so it's a dangerous, that can be a dangerous thing. Sometimes the blessings of God, that sometimes the rest, sometimes the quietness can be also a time, if we're not careful, the enemy will find his way in and weave his way. And you'll start entertaining things and and, and maybe slacking up on some things. But here he's telling the man of God, even in this season of rest, (laughs) if you'll just walk with me. You won't, if you won't forsake me, I won't forsake you. And so as he unfolds, for now for a long season hath this had been taken the true God without teaching priests. Now, now what was the third verse? I want you to pick that up. What's this third verse. Now for a long season Israel had been without, number one, the true God. Number two, without a teaching priest. Number three, without law. Now watch this. Biblically speaking, if you and I are going to live a successful life, number one, we've got to have the spirit of the true God. Number two, you've got to have the law, the word of God. Number three, you've got to have a preacher in your life that can preach the word to you. And these are the three things that Israel had went a long time without. And that's the reason they were worshiping idols and other gods and giving themselves over. It wasn't because the Lord wasn't their shepherd or didn't have the power of the ability to work for them. It was because they had forsaken him. But when they are in trouble, they turn unto the Lord God of Israel and sought him. He was found of them. Time after time, this took place happened and in those times there was there was no peace to him that went out nor to him that came in you know the last few weeks a, a verse has just been really in my my heart my mind is a verse that talks about going in and out of the field those that are the Lord's we can go out and come back in we can go out and come back in you know I, I believe we can plead the blood and ask for the hand of God and the power of God just to keep us Amen. Just to keep that that coronavirus and, and and but you know what? It's a shame that it takes something like this that we realize just how dangerous it really is out in this world. How prone and subject. And let's talk spiritual a little bit here now. I know we want to talk a lot about that, but what about spiritually? The shoulders that we rub in and communications and contacts that we make and, and, and in agreements we joined ourselves in. Especially, oh boy, I'm thinking. So something here, especially when you start getting on Facebook, and you start to, hey amen, texting people, and you start making contacts from people from foreign worlds and foreign countries, and you start playing games with them, and you start doing things of this nature, hey amen, you're exposing yourself to areas, and to people, and to spirits, Hey, I'm preaching to us tonight, you may not realize it, but you know what, hey amen, this ought to be a wake-up call, of realizing how serious these things are, from just a handshake, hallelujah, what contact can be made, hallelujah, what we can be exposed to, and what kind of effect it can have, upon us, and so through the channels, amen, of our eyes, and through the channels of our ears, hallelujah, the, there's things that we can expose ourselves to, an encounter that if we're not careful in walking close enough to the Lord, and able to hear the voice, how many times you've heard me talking to you about that Facebook now, some of you are not listening too good, I can tell you that, I don't have Facebook, but I got others that have, and they all the time telling me. The things that's on it, the things that's this and that. Huh. It could be a good tool. But, but, but here, here's you know what's going to get us about some of that? You know what's going to get us about that little phone? Same thing, television. One of the main tools about television. You know why we made such a stand against television, really? Because it was a thief of time. People would spend hours before that television but never opened the Word of God. And they would tell her, I don't have time to pray. You done what last night? Oh, I watched John Wayne, and I watched Clint Eastwood, and I watched, you spent how many hours watching television? But you didn't have time. You see what I'm saying? So if we're not careful, that, that little thing is doing the same thing. It's robbing us of time. And you know what? You can't buy a time bag. It's gone. Your days. I'm going some of that. So the psalmist, if time allow me tonight, it talks about, talks about the days that are given to us and how we spend them. And once they're gone, they're gone. You can't recall them. Brother Ford talking about aging and talking about how he has to lean up on stuff. And all. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise God. I just have to be a lot quicker nowadays. <laughs> Hallelujah. Can't hold that foot up for as long as I used to. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise God. But, 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 but that's coming. But you know what? You know what bothers me more than all that? It's when I look back at 60 years and say, God, How much of this time I've already spent with you? That's the reason it's a dangerous thing that when you get on that, that phone and you're just playing games. And time's slipping by. Day after day slips by. But you haven't read the book. You haven't spent no real precious time with the Lord. Notice what he'd done with the first rest he had. He took time to build walls, fortified build walls and cities. He took time to build a military, even though the military wasn't big enough to sustain him. But because he busied himself about the kingdom and the things of God, when he'd come time for battle time, even when the, when the enemy outnumbered him by far, he knew who to turn. He knew who to call on. Who to rely upon, huh. as this world's facing something that the world's really not even sure about what's going to be the full outcome of it all, we can be assured of one thing: the Lord is my shepherd; He's going to see me through; He's going to see the church through; He's going to help us come out on the other side. And so, as we watch this really begin to unfold, and, and the Lord warned him of all of this, He talks about during this time what happens. Because they have they have dismissed and, 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 and wouldn't allow these three forms and manners of operation their lives. Watch. In those times there was no peace to him that went out. Nor to him that came in. But great vexation were upon all of the inhabitants of the countries. The nations was destroyed of nations. Cities of cities. Look at, our, look, at our, look at our country. We're, we're, we're killing one another. We're destroying one another. We're, we're, we're fighting and battling over things and killing people over things. There's some murders that just don't make no sense at all to me. There's some actions and deeds that's taken by humanity today that just blows my mind sometimes. I'm thinking, how did we get here? Why are we doing this? How did a human get to that point and place? They didn't have the true God. They don't have his word. And they don't have a preacher. In fact, the only thing they ever say about a preacher is about jokes about him. Making light of him. That all he's after is your money. All he's after is this or that and all this other. You see the devil's built a good wall right there. Because without a preacher, you can't be saved. And a preacher can't save if he don't preach the truth and direct you to the one true God. Oh, he can be a preacher. But if he's not preaching the whole truth and nothing but the truth. If he's not adding to and if he's not taking away. Well, there's a lot to all this because the Lord is our shepherd. So as, as you watch all this really begin to unfold and you see how the, when Adrian heard these words, and the prophet of Oded. said, now the people, you know, they took courage and they joined together. They even agreed. They drove away all the idols. They separated themselves from all the unrighteous. The people joined with him and they made covenant together. And they made promises together. You'll read down through I know I'm going to take the time. And they've they done all of this, amen, to accomplish that, to achieve that. And to be what God desired them to be in this 15th chapter. And then all of a sudden you pick up in the 16th chapter, the very first verse. And and see, the Bible maybe don't give us all the little details and all the time and everything. But it says uh, the 36th year, if I'm not mistaken. uh, In his 36th year of his reign, amen, an enemy come. And watch this. It's the king of Israel. It comes up against him. Some of his own. Instead of him turning to the Lord as he had done in the past begins to make a deal and watch the first steps he makes. He takes the gold and silver out of the temple to make a deal. Amen. As you read down a few scriptures, you're going to see that he went to and had hearkened unto King Asia and sent the captains and he obeyed him and took took the money and he goes and he goes against the king of Israel. He pulls that king away. Now, cause, see, the king of Israel come against him and build what they called Bashan, which was a, a, a wall and a place, amen, to war against them. He had shut a man Judah, the city down. Nobody could go in and nobody could come out. And now, because he made this lead with him and this agreement and made this contract with him, he goes and, and so when he hears about this, he forsakes it, and leaves it. So Agent goes now and he takes and he takes the material that's there and he builds and, and God blesses him, helps him with a lot of it. But this is where this key verse, this ninth verse that I read to you tonight. Amen. About the Lord. And about the Lord that's going to and fro. His eyes, he don't miss anything. He's watching for us. He's observing. Amen. I promise you. I thought about Brother Heath and Sister Judy Monday when they walked into that courtroom. One of them had that worked out, and they got the shock of their life. You know what? God knew. God knew. God knew it's coming. And as we prayed and lifted them up before God, and God's hand works. Hey, this is just a small. I sure hope they don't mind me, but this is just a small area. God knew. God seen, and you know what? Our prayers with them Monday evening and Monday night. They had some of the best times. I, I told Sister Judy, I said, hey, take a lot of pictures tonight. Make it the best night. Act like it, it's not, not that. They didn't tell the children to Tuesday. So going to make the best. You know why? Because, watch this. I've said this way before this message tonight. I believe God can make the best of any situation. If you just let him be your shepherd. Just, that doesn't mean he takes all the pain away. That doesn't mean that the struggle and the trial just going to oh. disappear. But I can promise you one thing, he's walking hand in hand with you. You'll find a help and a comfort and a strength, amen, from him that you won't find it at the end of a needle, that you won't find it at the bottom of a can, that you won't find it in, a, in any other place, but you can find it with him as you put your trust and your confidence with him. So now I want to just use a few scriptures here tonight and try to maybe sum this up a little bit. And I just got a couple of pages and I'll try to quickly, amen, uh, I got two minutes. I won't do it in two minutes. <laughs> Praise God. <laughs> Sorry, uh, but but let me just real quickly, Amen. Touch it, and I'll bypass some of them. But but let me let me just let watch this. Let let me uh um, I got some here that I don't even have on on the pages, but but let me let me use some of them. Uh, For instance, if if you go to the 90th chapter of Psalms, if if you look at this, this is the only prayer of Moses, the only book that Moses got in all the Psalms. In fact, they believe it is the oldest Psalms because Moses is the author of it. Okay. And so as you you, you'll read through that chapter and, and I won't take the time. But as you read through that, you're going to pick up on some things, and you're going to realize some things that begin to happen and unfold. And, and he talks about man. He talks about the frailty of man and the years of man and the 120 years and, and how that in the morning, you know, he's in the grass and the evening time. He he talks about that because he walked with them in the wilderness. And he, Moses knew, he watched the hand of God, the power of God, the operation. And so he brings all of that about. And in the latter part of that, in that prayer, he talks about praying for God's mercy and grace and his His power to what? To to after he, he sends them off into this destruction and separation and things and how he's willing to bring them back and how he's willing to, to bring them back into uh, the safety and all, and all this promise unto Israel. Now watch all this. And I don't have time to go in all this tonight but but, but to watch him as he scattered them to the four winds. But you know what? God's gathering them back together. God, amen. All the promise and the covenant he made of the land and all that, all that's going to unfold. All that's going to happen. All that's going to happen. And all that's going to take place. Uh, that's a promise. So you know why? Because the Lord is their shepherd. And what he promised to them, even though it's land or anything, God's going to fulfill it time, and he is fulfilling, all of Israel is going to be saved, amen, on the battle of Armageddon, when they look up, and they see him coming hey, they're going to weep and cry, the only one they're going to realize, hey, he was the Messiah so a lot of this is unfold, I don't have time to go on all that, but just let you know, and let me know amen, as a church, amen, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want, it is not God's will as him being our Lord and shepherd amen, to walk around with our nerves, and, and all upset and worried, and full of anxiety, and all this other. hey, that's not the will of God Hey, man, and you know, I've heard different things. Brother Randy come in the store yesterday mentioned a little bit, and I've heard just a little bit about the chip and different things that they're trying to force and something about Bill Gates and, and all this other stuff. I'm going to tell you something. Hallelujah. Blood-bought church. Hallelujah. I'm going to tell you, they're, they're not going to be big enough to force that thing down us. When it gets to the point, hey, man, you know what? God just will take the church out. God's been big enough. He's our shepherd. He can always pay. Hey, he called us. He said, you like sheep among wolves. But he's with us, and he's guiding us. And we have this comfort. We have this assurance. And so, but then what's the 91st verse? What follows behind that? What's that? He that dwelleth what? In the secret place of the Most High shall what? Abide under the shadow of the Almighty. You begin to read scriptures. You begin to to, comprehend as the shepherd. He's not only a provider. He is the protector. He's not a hireling. This hasn't called the power or the love of God to, to flee anything amen he has He has, he's not going to run off because he cares about the sheep hallelujah he's going to stand as strong and as powerful amen as, as, as he ever has for the church and for the believers amen that sold themselves out to God that's give themselves to the Lord amen that hadn't hadn't backed up on it one bit hallelujah hadn't got disgruntled about it hadn't been in the tents mumbling about it oh no we'll just take this time to love God a little more we'll take this time to sing some songs of Zion and, and worship Jesus Christ and give him some Glory. <laughs> Talked to Joel Cobb, Brother Joel Cobb this week, and was talking about their outside services, and he said the same thing I said Sunday. His dad said, you know what? Said, and they went back in last Sunday. He said, you know what? I think ever so often we're going to go back outside and have an outside service. Kind of enjoyed that. Amen. You know, we're going to probably do something like that. Hallelujah. You never know with our community. Man, it'd probably do us good to set up these speakers sometime and get our singers just to go out and just have a whole whole, whole afternoon of singing. Just loving, worshiping God. And you know what? You won't be, this way we don't have to be staying at the automobiles either. (laughs) Hallelujah. We can get out and we can move all the automobiles out of the way. Hallelujah. And we can just have our own dance floor out there. Love and worship and create an atmosphere. When that guy driving by, hallelujah, not only will he see something, there'll be something drawing at him, something pulling at him. He seeing a group of people out there said, hey, I, I don't know what they're on, but I want it. <laughs> Hallelujah, I don't know what's got a hold of them, but I I wouldn't mind having some of it. Hallelujah, you know, that's exactly what they're looking for. hey? Because, you know why? Because the Lord is my shepherd. Hallelujah, to lead and guide and help us. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress, my God, in him will I trust. He's my refuge. He's my place, amen. I'm going to put my trust. Hallelujah, surely he shall deliver thee from the snares of the fowler. Hallelujah, that's the snares of the, the, the bird hunter. Amen, it's got traps set up. You know what? Hallelujah. The devil's got traps and snares. But you know what? The Lord is my shepherd. Hallelujah. And you know what? The devil's not going to snare me. Hallelujah. You know what? You and I've got to worry about the most. It's not allow ourselves to deceive ourselves. That's the greatest thing that you and i got to worry about, that we just simply won't let ourselves deceive ourselves. If we'll be honest and open and faithful to God and call on the Lord, as our Lord and shepherd. Say, hey, God, this is too big for me, but it's not too big for you. Hallelujah. This battle, amen, this enemy, this struggle, this feeling I got, this difficulty I'm in financial, spiritual health, whatever it might be. But you know what? You're my shepherd. And I believe in him. I put my trust in you that you're going to speak to my heart, that you're going to speak into my spirit. And that you're going to lead and guide me to some still waters. And you're going to lead and guide me to a comforting place, amen, that I can be regenerated, that I can be encouraged, that I can be lifted up because you're my Lord. You're my Savior. (laughs) He goes on. He says, Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flieth by day. It doesn't matter if it comes in in the, the dark times or in the daytime. You don't have to be afraid. You really don't. Church, we don't have to be afraid. Let's just stay close to the Lord. Let's stay close to his love and his kindness and his grace and mercy. Let's let him speak unto us and through us in this time. Let's, let's make up in our own minds that God put some words in my mouth to encourage somebody else. Put some words of faith. Put some, put some words, amen, of encouragement, amen, in my mouth. I, don't let me allow the spirit of fear or doubt or, or confusion to get hold. No, no, no. God's going to see us through this our trust is not in money our trust is, not, our trust is in the Lord hallelujah and he's going to see us through he's, he's, going to, he's, going to, he's going to work all this out for us amen because he's our God he's our savior a thousand shall fall by thy side ten thousand at the right hand But but it shall not come nigh thee now, now you've got to understand this is poetic words. And and sometimes when you look at this, uh, if you're doing a study on it, the, 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 the mathematical terms don't really mean anything. They just the, the writers trying to help us to understand, regardless of how big the mountain is or how large the enemy is or, or how, how how horrible it might seem and how many it's affecting, because the Lord is your shepherd. You're not gonna fall to the we have a tendency sometimes to look around and say, well, it got so-and-so, and and it got this one, and it got that one. But you and I have got to make up in our own minds and our own hearts, I'm not going there. Not not that I'm not better than anybody. I'm not stronger than anybody. I'm not more smarter than anybody. God, I'm just depending on you. I'm just depending on you to touch me. I'm just depending on you to strengthen me. I'm just depending on you to order my footsteps and guide me through this because you're my Lord, you're my shepherd. So as you watch this really begin to unfold, only with thine eyes, (laughs) what a verse, shalt thou behold and see the reward of the wicked because thou hast made the Lord which is my refuge even the most high thy habitation. There shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come right, come nigh thy dwellings. For he shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee in all thy ways. Angels walking, encountered, walking with us. There is a power, a presence, and a comfort, a man of the Lord that's walking with us and keeping us. And I know my time's up. You can stand. Praise God. Oh, how I'd love to. Hebrews 13 and 20 said, Now the God of peace that brought again from the dead, our Lord Jesus, that great shepherd of the sheep, that great shepherd of the sheep happens to be Jesus Christ. Amen. You know what? He's observing. He's watching. He's looking down upon this service tonight. He's looking upon. But you know what? When you and I go out there and get in automobiles and go home, he's watching for us. He's guiding us. He's trying to speak to us. He's trying to comfort us. He's trying to shoot us. Hey, all things. It's all. All things. God's been good to me. Amen. God bless you tonight. Praise the Lord. Well, I'd love to just add some more of this all quote. I'd love to give a lot of you. I'm telling you, I'd love to went to John 10. It talks about I am the good shepherd. Amen. What a good shepherd does what? He gives his life for the sheep. Huh. Amen. He loves us. He loves us with everlasting love. Hey, folks, you ain't got to worry about God. God's taking care of your spot. Oh, you and I got to do, just stay with it. <laughs> Sometimes all we got to do is do what Paul says. When you're done, all you can do to stand, I, let just stand. I just stand. God, God's got something for us. Open the God opened a door. I said, God didn't open a door. The shepherd would open the door. Amen. If the door hadn't opened, don't force it. Don't get impatient. I know we're living in a day where, you know, we got a punch of a button. Hallelujah. That's when computers are telling me about six months. Hallelujah. They go out of date. Mine's about three or four or five, six. I ain't for sure how old it is. Brother Barry helped me get it. It's been, been a long time. Anyway, hallelujah. But it's working fine for what I do. Amen. Hallelujah. But you know what? There's a lot of people because they're on the internet and they do a thing. They got to have a hurry up, man. We're in competition. We say, ain't got to go. I got to go. I got to do. And so if you're not careful, that same attitude and same spirit will get a hold of us. And you know what? Sometimes we just need to say, wait, I'm living for God anyway. I, 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 I don't owe the flesh nothing. I'm not a debtor to this world. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He can make me lie down in green pastures. (laughs) You ever seen them old cows laying down? Especially in a green pasture. You know why? They done fed until they're content and satisfied. (laughs) When's the last time you told somebody, what are you doing, just chewing on your cud? A lot of times we ain't talking. We think we take it the wrong way, don't we? (laughs) Hallelujah. It ought to be, you know, I'm content, I'm satisfied. God knows where I'm at. God knows what's going on. You're not going to stay up tonight and worry about it? You're not going to stay up tonight and look on that phone and see how many he's got it? You ain't going to be one of the first ones to check in what time to change it. Some of you can tell me. Come on. Now, Now I followed a couple of days. You can get on your phone and keep up with it. I don't know how many in Mississippi has got it. Every day they give you an update on it. Watching them charts. You got to watch all that stuff. And get caught up in that now. Because then we turn around and say, I don't know if we can believe them use people or not. <laughs> and that's the truth. Now, I'm telling what everybody else come in the store and tell me. They don't believe them either. <laughs> but they're listening to them. I'm not against all that. I'm just telling you where you at. But you know what? The Lord is my shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd. Let's don't, let's don't, let's don't let this, you see what I'm saying? The Lord is my shepherd. I'm weak at tempt. I'm going be satisfied. I got clothes to put on. I got plenty of food to eat. Anybody, did anybody go hungry during this ordeal? <laughs> anybody run out of toilet paper? Maybe I should ask that one. <laughs> Now, I left that toilet paper sitting sitting on that table in that fellowship hall for six weeks. See, if anybody ever got in a bind, God supplieth our every need. (laughs) Right down to the toilet paper. Because the Lord is my shepherd. (laughs) Well, I got up. Yeah, but you couldn't get up. (laughs) Talking about getting down. They couldn't get down or they couldn't get up if it wasn't for the Lord. The favor of the Lord is upon us, and we might as well let it shine, Amen. Through us, praise God, Amen. Love you, appreciate you. I know I'm well past my time. I would ask him come sing, but since I'm past my time, we we'll love you. We'll let you be dismissed. Appreciate you. Uh, we won't. Uh, let me make this announcement. We are going to do something for Andrew. Let's remember him. I just thought about that. Uh, the graduation bunch, kind of, you know, they <laughs> they do them what they can, but. Uh,